Show me the stone that the builder has rejected, and that will be the cornered stone. The moon has the same components as the mantle of our Earth. Scientists believe that this proves the moon is just a tiny piece of us, as we are tiny pieces of God. Carl Sagan said, look again at the pale blue dot. The atheist challenge is never subtle, but neither is the truth. Man makes cars, and he makes uh, airplanes, and man even makes satellites and rocket ships. But God gave us the moon. The atheists say it guides our titles. So then it feeds our clouds, and then we can thank the moon for rain. Jesus said, for on the day of our harvest, the weeds will be conspicuous and will be pulled up and burned. Perhaps among you there are werewolves. Many men are possessed by demons. I will be born again on the moon. I will contemplate our pale blue dot. The Vatican was a beautiful experiment. It is a ritual place, pagan in location. We owe the pagans a great debt. You won't believe me, but finding a buyer was not the easy. Politics, vampires. Perhaps the moon resembles some holy mountain. Perhaps I will chase Apollo across the horizon. Perhaps I'll find golf balls and little green men. But I do it for the glory of Christendom. No kids to raise in all that yard. What is a man to do? Jimmy, you big lug? Jimmy, it's 10 in the morning. Late night. You really let yourself turn into a piece of work, you know that? <sighs> you gotta get back in shape, man. Yeah, nice to see you too, Joe. It's great. Nice to see you. Well, hey, man. Wh when's the last time you played? Played what? Football. Uh, well, what if we put the boys back together? The boys? Yeah, the boys. Let's put the boys back together. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, hey, we got Billy, there's Bob, we got Nick. Is Billy over the gout yet? <laughs> Billy's got the gout. We'll get the boys back together. Yeah, sure, Joe. I'm serious, man. What are we doing? I'm going home. And then what? You're going to go home and beat off? Not with my kids in the house. Just give it some thought for old time's sake. 
Now, would you look at that? Look at what? The kids over there on the field. The beefy ones are picking on the little shrimpy ones. Yeah, what of it? It just doesn't sit right with me. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. You and I are going to go down there and give them a piece of our mind. What do you say? I say forget it. I'm going home. Hey, let go of my arm, Joe. You're losing it, I tell you. Well, hey, kids, you leave those other kids here alone. Well, what? What are you going to do about it, grossy man? Well, I'll tell you exactly what I'm going to do about it, big fella. I'll have a word with your folks. You go ahead and try that, grocery man. He hasn't seen his dad since he was two. Unless you got a job at the liquor store, you probably won't see his mom. Hey, shut up, man. Hey, you shut up. Ugh. Jesus, let's cheese it, boys. Ah. We did it, you old coot. Well done. Hello there, Arlene. Well, hello there, Joanne. Have you heard the big news, Arlene? What's the big news, Joanne? Why, the news about the mayor. What's the news about the mayor? Why, they say he's coming to town. They say he's coming to town? They say he's coming right down. When's he coming right down? Well, they say he's coming right now. Maybe Irish or maybe Italian. In high school, I played football like a stallion. I made all the girlies faint and swoon. I gave all the nerds swirlies in the bathroom. Now my story resumes its natural course. I preside over this town with unchallenged force. My constituents, poor, drunk, and divorced, all wave and cheer as I cruise around in my port. Nothing ever gets me down. I'm the mayor of Havertown. Nothing ever gets him down. He's the mayor of Havertown. It's the dykes, Jews, and Protestants that I drown. I'm the mayor of Havertown. It's the Dykes, Jews, and Protestants that he drowned. He's the mayor of Havertown. Among all else, what I can't stand is the scum that steals from the working man. The youth today suck our life and laugh, so I must destroy them with my TV broadcast. This is Don Talio with GCN News, and you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. The mayor has just revealed his new tax that carries punitive measures for anyone who dares to be under the age of 30. Kick your pansy ass around, I'm the mayor of Habertown. You kick your pansy ass around, he's the mayor of Habertown. I'll pound the youths into the ground, I'm the mayor of Habertown. You'll pound the youths into the ground, he's the mayor of Habertown. I'm the mayor beyond compare. mayor friends it would be unprofessional for me to describe my relationship to the mayor as friendly that's good it isn't it's insincere it's a sin to lie nancy is it a sin to be unprofessional it's a sin not to try and be both sincere and professional and it's a sin to grill your dear beloved father like this councilman how was I? You were beautiful. They really ate up the new tax plan, I tell ya. People really buy our message, you know? People just love what we're saying. You know how we, uh... Uh, Councilman, what are we saying? We're saying that the youth are bringing our society down with their faggy ways and lack of economic foresight, sir. Oh, yes, that's right. That's nonsense. 
Now, now, sweetheart, we don't mean you specifically. You are a woman. You are only part of a problem if you leave your place in the home. That's right. No, we're talking about the good-for-nothing ragamuffins that leech off our system, the kind that go to colleges, the kind that want to make a name for themselves, the kind that use technology. These are the very beings that destroy this good town, and furthermore, our nation. The world, even. Nancy, darling, see that Christmas tree over there? Yes, Mr. The Mayor, I see that Christmas tree over there. That's right, very good, honey buns. Now tell me, Nancy, what sits atop that tree? I don't need to listen to- Don't you be fresh now, Nancy. You would do well to hear what Mr. The Mayor has to say. Tell him what's on top of the Christmas tree over there, Nancy. Just would you please tell him it's a star, Mr. The Mayor. A star sits atop the Christmas tree right over there. Precisely, Councilman. And you see, that star, while it's clearly the most attractive part of the tree, the most beautiful and intelligent and breathtaking part of that ugly old tree, well, it cannot achieve levitation on its own for all to see. What an ugly tree. It needs that dumb old ugly tree to hold it up. Just as the captains of industry in this town need your average yoko on the streets. Yes, people with grand, wonderful ideas here who rightfully belong at the head of our society deserve unwavering success. But unfortunately, they are born with a golden cross to bear. Their lot in life is to rise to the top but they must first exploit the commoners of their time, energy, and most of all, money. Hear, hear. The plebeians of this town wouldn't know what to do with these things on their own. We're here to relieve them of these resources and put them to better use. However, they don't always bite, and for that, they must be punished. You're still not over that flop of a fruit business that you had, huh? You hold your tongue, you insolent swine. It is a sin to insult your elected officials in such... It's okay, Councilman. This little firecracker has moxie. Moxie is good. It's proof that you are meant to lead the herd. However, moxie is reserved for the chosen people, us. But take care. Disobedience. Leadership, we're still aspirations. Why, these qualities, if possessed by the common man, spell out ruin and destruction for our society as we know it. The man knows his onion, Nancy. Mr. The Mayor, terrific speech tonight. I'll see you at the committee meeting tomorrow. Good evening. Come on, Nancy. Nancy, one moment. You're under the mistletoe. If all goes well, and it always does, nothing's gonna change till we make it change. Shrinks down, turnover is steady, and demand is constant. If you can't be subtle, you don't have to. What makes you think I want to be subtle? You've never held your tongue once when you wanted to bring me down, but you're happy now. Can't you just admit that I'm the reason behind that smile, old man? I'm smiling because I've got a license to print money. You're here because I like you, and when I don't anymore, you won't be. This emotional blackmail, this holding me accountable for the way I talk to you, how should I talk to you? You don't have to believe in love to be in love, Candy. You don't have to be in love to make love, Katie. <laughs> Thank you.
boys, we've been out of work too long. I always hated these trees. Pollen, car accidents, hanging. Trees are nothing but trouble. If it weren't for trees, there wouldn't be no paper. No paper, no money, no trees, no money. Folks got along just fine with coins for generations. Well, anyway, you make your living on trees, man. Bringing them down, selling their corpses. Who do we know what has too many trees, you guys? What about the township? I don't want to work for those pigs. Hey, I voted for those pigs. Should I call them? Hand me the phone. What? Mr. The Mayor, my name is Dr. Jimmy, tree surgeon MD, and I propose to you that there are too many damn birches on Igloo Road. Well, now, I live on Igloo Road. What's wrong with the birches? Well, if you live on Igloo Road, then you must recall, just two nights ago, a drunk driver crashed into a birch tree, bringing it down onto a school bus and killing the driver along with two of the kids who were on a field trip to the 92sters game. They said on the news that the buses are made to be able to be hit like that by just cars, but that the bus engineer did not make his bus so that it could be hit by a tree like that. If we could get rid of, say, half of them birches, I think we could ensure that nothing like that could ever happen again. Well, I don't remember anything like that, but I think we can make a deal. How much money do you want? We'll talk about it. Deal. All right, Jimmy. Nobody knows how to drum up business like you do. I told you the mayor has our best interests in mind. You'll saw the branches, and he'll haul the stubs. We won't take chances, and I'll grab the ground. It's okay to have a job. It's okay to have a job. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right with me. It's okay to have a job. It's okay if they don't pay us enough. It's all right. It's all right. Don't need a union, just alone. It's okay to have a job. It's okay to have a job. Joe! Hey, Candy, how was your Thanksgiving? Awful. Did I tell you my kid married a native? You did, Candy. Their family shops here and they're very nice. They only shop here because they get a discount. But I don't know for how much longer. Come on, Candy. So what did you do? Candy! Another year alone, huh? What a surprise. You know what your problem is? Nobody likes you. Aw, oh, thanks, Candy. You know, we've got too many lollipops. I don't know what you expect me to do with these. You're the one that ordered them. But you're the one that told me to. I said it was going to be too many, but you shot me down. I said, Candy, you said get out of here. Mash is on. Well, then I guess I know what I'm doing. Don't worry about me. Get back to work.
hey, is Jimmy there? Hey. Jimmy, how's it going? Eh. You, you still at the place? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still, uh, still at my place, too. What do you want again? I'm trying to get the boys back together. Why do you always have to say it like that? How am I supposed to say it? I don't know, man. Well, can you call Bob? Uh, yeah, I can call Bob, sure. And can you call Bill? Can you call Bill, too? Sure, I can call Bill and I can call Bob. And I'll call Nick, that's who I'll call. Yeah. So, uh, do you and those guys still drink? Yeah, same place you used to come around. Is Sad Phillips still the barmaid? Of course he is. Good. Great. Bye. We shall go on to the end. We shall fight in France. We shall fight on the seas and oceans. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall defend our island, whatever the cost may be. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. And if, which I do not for a moment believe, this island or a large part of it but subjugated and starving and our empire beyond the seas armed and guarded by the British fleet would carry on the struggle until in God's good time the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of the world.